Hello, how are you guys? Hope you're having a wonderful day. Welcome to episode number 15 of Listen, titled Take Number 15. Has Zachary Levi ruined all other men for me? I'm your host, Rupal Goyle, but you can call me Roops. This is a show where I give hot takes and social commentary on topics I really have no business giving hot takes about, but I do it anyway. Each week, I cover a different topic with a super cool and qualified featured guest. This week, I'll be chatting with my wonderful friend Trevor about mental health, Zachary Levi, self-love, and positive or negative self-talk. And then we go into our progress in our mental health journey. Some of you may notice the title is a little nod to my very first podcast episode, which also featured Trevor as my first guest. We love a good throwback here on Listen. My guest this week is a recent Georgia Tech grad and a Fulbright scholar and a very, very cool person. He was my first guest on season one, and I'm so happy he's back as my first guest on season two. Also, special shout out to three people I bring up in this episode, Tina, Tammy, and Mike. These are three people I met at Dragon Con last week, and they're now people I like and respect in real life. So if you're listening, know that I think you're totally awesome, and all the love I shower on you in this episode is duly deserved. Now, without further ado, let's roll. and welcome to our start of season two of Listen. I'm your host, Rupal Goyle, and with me today is my very special guest. Some of you remember, some of you may remember him as our very first guest on the first episode, Trevor. Trevor, say hello. 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 Uh, this episode will be very different than the one Trevor and I had first, mostly because I'm better now in general as a human, as an editor, as a podcaster, hopefully. Uh, you'll see a marked difference in sound quality because the first time I didn't know what I was doing and now I can edit blandly on Audacity. True growth. We have growth. True we have growth. growth and progress. So the very first take we had film, um, not filmed, recorded, was take number one. Has uh, Henry Cavill ruined all other men for me? Uh, today's take is titled, Has Zachary Levi ruined all other men for me? Because now I have a new leading man in my life. You know, Zachary Levi was a leading man in my life probably since eighth grade, but Henry Cavill was new and shiny and Superman, and I felt obligated to be in love with him. Uh, but it's all changed. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, we're, okay. we're, we're at a good start. <laughs> so today's episode will cover a couple of things that are all intertwined, I promise. So first, I'll tell you guys all about my Dragon Con trip and what happened when I met Zachary Levi at Dragon Con. And then from there, we'll go into mental health, self-love, and then Trevor and I's growth over the year, which has been instrumental to our progress as students and people. So Dragon Con was interesting. I only went for one day. I dressed up as the character Chuck from the TV show Chuck. I did my best. I bought Converse. Uh, I know I'm ashamed that I never had them, but I <laughs> bought them and now I'm, I'm wearing them right now. I'm very excited. Um, they're fresh and clean. Uh, I had a wonderful time. I got there super early. I got into line for something called the Walk of Fame. And that's where all the guests, when they're not doing panels and photo ops and are not busy, they go into the Walk of Fame and they sign autographs and do selfies for their fans. It's just a nice opportunity to get to meet them. So I was really excited to do that. 
Uh, I thought I was just gonna chat with people, but I got into the line for Zach Levi and I was there super early and I was still in overflow. And I was standing with wonderful people I met so many interesting people in line, these two really nice ladies, and they, you know, walked me through the process. They were like, you're probably going to have to get an autograph or something if you want to speak to him, which is understandable. So I made the executive decision to get an autograph as well. So I get in line and I'm making friends and I'm telling everyone around me that I will cry. And they're like, why are you going to cry? And I was like, literally, I cry every time I meet anyone of any importance. But for me, it's a little bit more personal with Zach Levi. So... I, when I was in high school, he was really active in the nerd and fan community. He had a company called Nerd HQ. He did panels with really big stars um, in movies and TV shows and things like that. So he was really friendly with all the people that I used to see on TV and movies. And so he ran this whole organization. He was very um, high up in like the nerd world. So I really respected him and really admired him. And he helped me accept myself and my nerdy self for who I was in high school. And I really didn't let loose my personality really until the end. I never really felt comfortable. Um, it was just a product of the people around me and the area and the community. And I just never felt like I could really be my authentic self. And so I never really let that until and I would just use him as my outlet. And so I really liked him for that. Um, I also really liked Chuck uh, back back then. Chuck was a really great TV show. Ran from 2007 to 2012 on NBC. I watched it and binged it for Dragon Con. Had a great time. I really recommend it. But in college, Zach Levi was important to me because he, around September 2017, underwent, like went through this uh, really, really low point in his life and realized that he needs to get serious help. And so he checked into intensive therapy at some sort of retreat. And he came out having done weeks of really intense therapy and like learning how to love himself again, he and like he exited a whole new person. And so he since then radically shifted his perspectives and priorities to becoming a mental health advocate. And around the same time he was going through his low lows was when I was going through my lows. And I kind of experienced my lows with him and didn't really know what was missing. I thought I was handling myself properly but I guess like when I look back, I realized that my freshman and sophomore year of college were definitely different emotionally and activity wise compared to junior and senior year. And Zach Levi around 2018 started getting really vocal about meditation and mindfulness and prayer and therapy and all of the methods he used uh, to keep his mental health in check and in balance. And so I started using his uh, meditation and mindfulness and prayer and gratitude journaling and things like that. So that made a huge difference. And I started um, working with students in the community at Georgia Tech on that as well. Um, and I wanted to spread that, but I always felt like there was some sort of missing link. And I was always ashamed and uncomfortable with the idea of therapy. I didn't want to do therapy. I, I felt like me going to therapy meant that I couldn't take control of my health properly and that I was weak. And it was also just a product of the generational trauma that happens, you know, the generational cultural um, beliefs that get passed down incorrectly. And it's really hard to break that sometimes. Uh, so I just never really wanted to do that. And even when my parents really supported me in that, I myself said no. And I told them that I was fine, but it really wasn't, but I didn't know how to say yes. And then, you know, Zach Levi did a podcast episode with this um, podcaster 
uh, Jay Shetty and it just completely changed my perspective. And that was when I realized that I need to go to therapy and I need to do it now. And so that was really instrumental. So when I went to Dragon Con, I knew I was gonna have to tell Zach this. So I got in line, I got the autograph and I go up to him and I immediately start crying. <laughs> um, you know, I tell him very honestly, I was like, listen, if it weren't for you, I would not really be here today. Um, I used all your methods of mindfulness and meditation and therapy and prayer. And like, I would have never even considered therapy if it wasn't for you. And I was really honest. And so he talked to me about therapy and he was like, therapy is amazing. You know, doing that kind of um, talking with someone who's not your family or your friend, like they'll understand and listen to you. And then I, I told him, I was like, you know, like, I really never thought I would be okay until now, until this moment. And he looked me in the eyes and held my shoulders and said all of these wonderful things to me. He told me that I was worth it and I deserved love and respect and happiness. And I was worthy of that kind of growth and that he was really proud of me for pursuing that and for realizing that I needed to be better and get better and, you know, aiming for that height. And it, I was just, I just kept crying. I, I had no one had ever done that to me. Like, you know, your parents or your family, they'll support you, they'll love you, they'll say things to you, but no one had held me by the shoulders and looked me in the eyes and been like, you are worthy of love and power. So that was, I was having an out-of-body experience. And, you know, the person who stood behind me, Mike, a really nice person I met at Dragon Con, he was there basically dealing with my anxiety before, during, and after. And it was so wonderful to have someone there who was just like kind of like a little rock. So um, that was really nice. And so, you know, that happened and it was wonderful. I went to Zach's panel. I met some interesting people at Dragon Con. And then uh, I had my photo op seven hours later. Um, so I met Zach at like 10 a.m. And then I had the 5 p.m. photo op. And when I got to the photo op, he saw me and he said, hey, Rupal, what's up? And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> He remembers me. Mm. So, right, mm. right. That was just, I was so, oh my God, I, that's like, I lost my mind. And, you know, for those of you who don't know, Zach Levi uh, was most popular currently for his role as the titular superhero Shazam in Shazam. And so, you know, as I was, you know, I went up to him, I was like losing my mind when he was like, oh, Rupal, what's up? You know, fist bump. And then as I walked away, I did. Uh, from the movie, the move that he does when he's shooting lightning from his hands. And I did that on my way out and I was like, have a great day. And he was like, get it girl. And uh, it was just amazing. And I remember I called him during our autograph moment. I said he was dazzling and he goes, no, that's all God. And I was like, damn right it is. <laughs> but uh, he, uh, he signed my little um, Chuck poster and wrote blessings and it was wonderful. But the thing with that whole experience was you know, you, it's so rare you get to meet someone who's changed your life so dramatically and you get to tell them that they did that. <laughs> you know, you can scream into the Twitter void all Absolutely. you want. Right? You I can. do that constantly. You can. I, I was doing that. And then I, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to buy these tickets <laughs> and I'm just going to do it in person. Yeah. Cash, right? <laughs> Cash that check and do it. But, you know, that's, I think that's where we're, that's where we're heading is you have these really big people with really big platforms and you know, they have such power to be able to use it for good. And now Zach Levi is constantly advocating about self-love and growth and mental health. And he um, works with a charity or nonprofit, I think called Active Minds and is a um, ambassador. 
And that's his like new initiative is he's going to champion that. And they have a chapter at Georgia Tech. So that's interesting. But yeah, so I was going to ask you, because enough about me, I could I could talk all day about Dragon Con, about all the things. I met Colton Haynes uh, from Teen Wolf. I met Ethan Peck from Star Trek Discovery uh, and called him Hot Spock. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, because he is Hot Spock. Uh, it was so amazing. He was so, so beautiful, Trevor. Uh, so pretty. Um, and then I met Jack Quaid from the TV show The Boys and the movie on Hulu Plus One. And he was so lovely and kind. And the, the, everyone was just amazing. So that was just like an incredible experience. And I walked past people from Supernatural, like mm. Crowley was right there. And I was like, ah, you know, uh, uh, just crazy. I was just, yeah, I was stop breathing. <laughs> um, but no, it was completely insane. So I was going to ask you, like, how have you seen your mental health change over the last few years? Last few years. Um, or I mean, most majorly in college, I guess. In college? High school, whatever. In college. I, like, I mean, I feel like it's college is really where you sort of figure yourself out and like figure out whether or not you're actually going to really care about this or not. Um, I mean, hopefully everybody gets to that point. But I'd say coming into college, um, I guess, yeah, coming into college, I was okay. But sometime freshman year, I got done dirty. And so I think that hit me at a low point sort of in that um, but I think I was at least at a point where I realized that I was feeling bad and I surrounded myself with people that allowed me to sort of eventually forget about it, but that's not necessarily all that you should do. I want to say that, yes, I progressed in a positive manner from freshman year, sophomore, junior, and then senior year. I feel like junior and senior year, I had a really great time. I feel like I had actually sort of found myself what I was passionate about and that was uh, able to allow me to be successful and really care about myself and what I was doing. I felt like what I was doing had an impact and it was something that I wanted to do, so I valued it. And so I think being able to be honest with myself in that regard was very, very positive. Um, however, like now having graduated from tech, I'm dealing with some sort of other problems. And I think sort of where I'm coming to with that is that when I was done dirty freshman year, that yes, it happened and I got over it, but I didn't sit down and process it in the way that it should be processed. And so now I'm sort of suffering some of the consequences of that, but I think this is still good in a positive mental health aspect is that I have recognized it and I'm trying to put myself in a situation to solve those problems. And so that's gonna start with different counseling and I've been reaching out to people, talking with people like you about their experience and uh, how to actually one, find a counselor that you trust and like sort of going through that process because I haven't done it before. And I think I think once I go and leave over, I will be in a much better spot once I go over to Germany and actually start this. So I'd say as a whole, I think I've grown a lot from freshman year. I realize that, yeah, bad things happen to people all the time, but it's a matter of, yes, getting past it, but also processing it in a healthy manner. Like, I totally get what you're saying, you know, like... I, I think I'm the exact same way where freshman through senior year, I know that I progressed positively mm -hmm. and I know I had my low lows. I got done dirty by my own brain. Um, me too. Right. <laughs> it's not just people. It's really just, it's really just this. me, right? <laughs> like what's going on up there? Um, yeah, I think the only reason I'm here now thriving, you know, 30 flirty thriving <laughs> 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 is, is because I surrounded myself with really good people and like really good friends and shout out to my friends um you know keeping me sane and real but you know Zach Levi 
explain this in an interesting dental metaphor where he was like, you know, we all, when we have cavities, we go to the dentist, we get it cleaned, and then we maintain our teeth, right? With your brain, you know, we all have little cavities in our brain, little anxieties, little things that are doing things. Sometimes we need to get it cleaned. Sometimes yes. we need a root canal, you know? Yes. Right? <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah, I follow that. We're, you and I are about to go get a root canal. Yes. And it's going to be wonderful. <laughs> We're about to... The, all the fluoride. But we... <laughs> you know, we... Everyone has that, right? We all face that, whether it's a little crack in your tooth or a whole root canal. So it's good that we're understanding because I think a lot of the issues is, I mean, especially, uh, I mean, Zachary Levi went and checked himself into this therapeutic institution when he was 37. And he talks about frequently now how he did not know how to love himself until he was 37. And due to bad programming as a child mm -hmm. from his home and from his um, the people around him, he just never really did. I mean, he knew that he wanted to make other people happy. He knew his purpose was to bring joy to others, but he never loved himself. And I really felt that. I felt like I really related to that because I constantly love making other people happy. I bend over backwards for them. I love helping people out. I'm here on Georgia Tech right now to run a career workshop. Like I came here from the suburbs of Atlanta, right? <laughs> I mean, um, like I constantly give, 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 but I never give myself a break, like mentally. I, I will never congratulate myself or be like, wow, Rupal, nice job. Mm -hmm. Like you did that. I, you know, everything is an external locus of control is, oh, I got this because someone else wanted mm -hmm. me to do it, right? Yes. Right. Exactly with you on that. Right. So it kind of sucks. Um, so it's taken some time. I mean, for me to realize that why do we lift other people up and encourage them and, you know, love them and give them compassion when they're in need or trouble or they mess up. Right. But then when we mess up, we just eviscerate ourselves. Right. Like I am mean to myself same right like we are mean when something happens and like something like i will drop a plate and suddenly the world is over i have ruined everyone's life around me or you know i didn't help someone to the amount that i thought i was going to or i, f I felt inadequate mm -hmm. i constantly have feelings of inadequacy so i think it takes a lot of effort i mean it's really easy to be like oh self-love self-love right but you have to really work you do. You have to work hard. You are, regardless of where you are, you're a work in progress. Yeah. That's what life is. Yeah. But being honest with yourself about it is the, is the part that people, I feel like, have trouble. Like, you are here and you told me to my face, like, to my face, yes. from you. Yes. That you're feeling these things and that you feel this way and that you are, you know that you're hard on yourself. Yes. That's important. Yes. Because there are other people who do it and they think that's the norm. Yes. And that it's okay. Because I was there. Yes. But now I'm sort of where you're at. I know that, oh, I forgot to do the dishes or something. Wow. I, for like just a general sense, I would just say, dude, you're a dumbass. But it's just dishes. It's dishes <laughs> and I'll go wash them. We're human. It's just like, just go do it. Just go do it. You'll do it. It's, it's so weird the way it's like the negative self-talk. So that's something, you know, I've worked on, you and I have worked on, and we're going to get help for. Yes. Because the thing is, I think what's hard for some people to understand, especially family, is, you know, no matter how much you say something to me, you can tell me I'm 
brilliant and kind and people like me or respect me or look up to me or you know, X, Y, Z, right? Mm -hmm. But if I don't believe it myself, it does not matter. It does not. Right? Like if you get an award from the school, it'd be like, I got an award. But it was a committee that decided it and somehow I was adequate enough. It's like, you know, like you never, if you don't accept that you're a badass, it doesn't matter how many people tell you you are. Exactly. You're not going to believe you are. So it's always the negative self-talk. And so for me, even when I was keeping gratitude, a gratitude journal, I found myself writing things I was grateful about that related to other people, mm. but I never framed it internally. Like, oh, I'm so grateful for my kindness or the respect I give others. I was always mm. like, I'm grateful for X person for giving me time and speaking to me today. Like I always frame myself in a giving sense and other people doing things to me because they were being nice, not because I was deserving of it. Mm -hmm. It was always an undeserving sense. So that was really interesting. So I feel like you and I have definitely grown since our, especially since our uh, Henry Cavill podcast <laughs> in January. Hopefully in January, yeah. Uh, I mean, okay, like let's, let's wrap, let's wrap, let's think. The goals we set in our Henry Cavill episode are we going to meet them anytime soon? You know, remember we were talking about relationships and you were like, <laughs> you were like, you're going to meet someone on Wall Street. And I was like, <laughs> you know, maybe I will. But we've amended this, right? I'm going to meet someone at a Jonas Brothers concert yes, now. Yes, we have amended this. But I feel like <laughs> it's okay to meet someone and want to focus on yourself first. And I feel like that's yes. sort of where I'm at right now. That's also where I'm at There are a right lot now. of fantastic human beings out there. And I can look you up and down. I'm like, mm, cool. I want to get to know you better. I'm not ready, so I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. You know, I think, again, my real dad, Zach Levi, said it best. Um, he said that you can love someone or like someone, but until you love and know and respect and understand yourself, you can never fully and deeply appreciate and love someone, right? Like... Until you know what you want and what you need and what you deserve, how are you going to get that from someone, right? Because if you're, if you're sad and empty or you're not sure of what you need, you're going to attract someone who you think is what you need and mm -hmm. that isn't what you need. I think you just, it's, it's not, I'm not saying like, oh, no one's going to love you if you don't love yourself. That's BS. Correct. Right? People will love you. Correct. But you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't love yourself because then you don't know what you need. If you don't do the introspection required to know your worth, mm -hmm. how is someone else gonna give it to you? And how can you honestly tell somebody what you need? Exactly. Like, that's just you, not necessarily leading them on, but you can't give them the full picture, full information, so they can exactly. never meet those expectations yeah. that you haven't you talked ha to yourself. Your about. arbitrary expectations that you you just set because you don't have real ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sucks, dude. It does. The cavities we got suck right <laughs> now. <laughs> But, you know, I'm really proud of us that we've experienced growth. We've learned not how to self-love, but the road to self-love so we can get there eventually. That. Yes, right? the road, the path right? is important. Because I like to be, you know, positive, self-love, self-care, face masks, right? <laughs> but at the end of the day, <laughs> when it's just me and my gratitude journal, that's when you know if it really hit home. Mm -hmm. So, no, I... I'm happy with where we're at and I'm happy with where we're going to be. I think you and I are about to shift into some very big new things, right? Big, new, scary worlds. You're going to 
a different continent. Hello. Yes. Germany. And I'm going to a different state. And I'm going to a scary state. New York is scary. Yes. Wall Street bankers are scary. Yes. <laughs> so I need to really love myself before I go for a Wall Street banker. No offense to the Wall Street bankers out there. Full offense. Just kidding. The bar is very low. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Zachary Levi, the verdict is Zachary Levi has ruined all other men for me. He exhibited compassion to me when I was an ugly mess. Uh, he was kind when I was snotty. Um, <laughs> He paid attention to me and recognized me, meaning like he was listening to me. And he genuinely showed support when I was distressed because I'm always distressed. But like he, you know, like when will when will your fave ever do that? <laughs> right. I cannot tell you when because it hasn't happened. Right. For me. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to find your mental health idol and then meet them and have the same thing. Okay. Right. I need it to happen. Just so we record can it. Yes. And then send it to you. Yes. Right, and then we can you. reconnect about this. Got you. But I love it. I'm so happy. I'm so proud of us. I love where we're going. I love where we've been. I think the experiences that we've been through have shaped us. Definitely. And have taught us things. And although I would not like to repeat what happened. I'm glad what happened has happened. Mm -hmm. Because now I know what I expect from friends, from family. I mean, my family is really, really supportive of my growth and development. And I like shout out to family. Um, I told you not to listen, but I hope you are now. Um, <laughs> that, you know, it's hard when you have cultural stigmas around Absolutely. something. Right? Not just society, but like cultural stigmas are a whole new like layer of BS, right? And generational garbage is a term Zach Levi used in this panel where he was like, we have to overcome generational garbage and generational trauma to be able to grow, right? Because what you learn from your parents, you'll treat your kids that way. And then you'll treat your kids that way. And then they'll treat your kids that way. And the negative things you've been picking up just keep going until you, one of the generations has to break it, like break the cycle, mm -hmm. right? I'm glad it was me because now I can help my family with that and then help my future family with that and so to me any passing any final thoughts trevor um well i hope everyone listening is on that path to self-love yes you might be in different spots and that is okay mm -hmm. just i feel like as long as you're being honest with yourself and recognizing that it's still your journey yeah and even though progress may be slow or it doesn't feel like anything's happening any amount of forward progress is forward progress. And I think that's important. So make sure you're talking with people. I feel like much like Ripple said, I wouldn't even be able to really talk about what I was able to just say, even though I really didn't go into details today about what's happened, unless I really sat down and were open and honest with other people. Yeah. And was able to finally get it out of my head yep. and really try to like piece it together yep. and help other people. Yeah and help me get to that point. Like, this is the first time I've talked about Dragon Con without crying. Every time I talked about what happened with me and Zach Levi at Dragon Con, I wept. I honestly, I did. Because I was full, I was so full of gratitude for that experience and for what has happened and for where I'm going. And I think all of you guys, if you're ever in a situation, you know, where you're having a lot of really heavy emotions, heavy feelings, write it down. Like write it down, vent it out, right? Like use whatever platform you want, whether it's a journal, whether it's social media, whether it's your Finsta account, whatever it is like that you like word vomit in, do it. Um, and also know that everything happens, like Trevor said, incrementally. 
you might experience one hurdle one year that you pass and the next year you have a new one, right? It's, you just have to keep going. So last year I overcame my career um, personality problems. Like I talked to my friends and family and to the internet about how I felt in my career and how I wanted to grow and develop there and how I was finally starting to get over imposter syndrome. Who knows, maybe we'll come back, but we're gonna fix it, right? And now I'm coming you know, into my own with self-love and self-care and growth and development and positive self-talk and knowing that it's possible. So with that, thank you so much, Trevor, for being back on. Thank you for letting us throw back to Henry Cavill's days. Yes! <laughs> Henry Cavill, I still love you, but now I have a new man's, and his name is Zachary. <laughs> oh, you know, man. no matter where I am in the self-care journey, I will always love Zach Levi. So I'm happy for that experience. And I'm so grateful for you guys, for the, however many people are listening. If you are, if you aren't, if you saw this and skipped over it, it's fine. It's the fact that it, it's even out there, that I even had the guts to do something about it is that's my growth. So thank you so much, Trevor. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I want to say one thing. I'm proud of you, homie. I'm like, proud of you. Like, I'm so proud of us. Like we, this is this is some adult tier stuff. Right? Surprisingly. We're God tier right now. <laughs> <laughs> like we're on the next level. Oh my gosh. I I cannot believe the person I was and the person I am now. It's wild. Really it is. Even just in college, I've January, <laughs> January, January. It is what September. Yes, that's that's crazy. Uh, like in a month from now, I'm gonna be oh, huh, weird flex. I'm gonna be seeing Tom Hiddleston on Broadway. <laughs> Will my next pod be? Has Tom Hiddleston ruined all other men? Just for trend. Me? Just trend it. <laughs> that's it. It's just every new male celebrity I meet. Boom. That's it. That's it. All your podcast episode names from here on out. Oh my God. Maybe that is the trend in New York. <laughs> and they're all just very interesting experiences interspersed with Bumble dates. You know, that's self-love, baby. Thank you. <laughs> and good night. I'm just kidding. Have a wonderful rest of your day, your week, your year, and your self-growth journey. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. And there you have it, folks. If you ever have any questions about mental health, growth, progress, or anything really at all, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'm excited to see how Listen, the podcast, grows and adapts as I start my new adult life in New York City. So I hope you'll still keep listening at that point. And if you do, I love and adore you so much. As always, thanks for joining me this week on Listen. Make sure to visit our Twitter page at Listen with Roops our Instagram at Listen With Roops, or our Facebook, which is, you guessed it, at Listen With Roops. Thank you so much again and have a wonderful rest of your week.